What's up, everyone? It's Judy. They hope you're listening to Mad Love. Good morning. This voice is scratchy. It's super cold. So, you know, no excuses, but it's it's very cold here. This vortex thing, <laughs> it's real. Hey, I don't know. I got to figure out where I'm going to retire because I see a point in the not too distant future where I'm not going to feel like worrying about polar vortexes or snow or ice or whatever. Insert anything wintry and horrible. I don't want to deal with it. Anyway, I hope you are doing well. Happy Tuesday. Um, You know, life is so very interesting. I think if I were to go back into this podcast two years ago, um, oh, I hadn't started it yet. I think I started it July 2017, something like that. Um, The early ones are pretty rough and rudimentary. (laughs) But my very first podcast, I remember talking about The Cosby Show because that was a conundrum for me. And it still is. It's like, I want to watch The Cosby Show. It meant so much to me at a time in my life when nothing seemed stable and I didn't have that kind of family life. To watch it on TV just seemed awesome and amazing. And now to know that even that was less real than I believed it to be. I mean, of course, I knew it was fiction in a TV show, but I didn't know, you know, that there was the potential of uh, rape and extortion just to get a role on the show. So that first podcast, uh, I definitely touched on that. And it's the Cosby show conundrum. That is what you call a conundrum because to this day, if it's on, I'll watch it and I'm like, wow, I wonder if this lady had to get raped to get this little part on the show, you know, um, allegedly. No, just kidding. I actually really do believe the women in that case. I do have a friend who's just picking apart everybody from the R. Kelly documentary. I mean, he's doing it like it's for sport. And yes, he understands. And and I would guess he fully appreciates that R. Kelly has done something wrong and is wildly inappropriate in a lot of ways. He just doesn't trust anybody who's appearing in documentaries, uh, especially surviving R. Kelly. Uh, that show, apparently, it's become like a cottage industry. Uh, they're doing events uh, based off of a, having appeared in the documentary. And it's like, I don't know. That seems exploitational. Don't don't make money off of, you know, what you say is a predator. What's the difference between him making money off of it and you making money off of it? I mean, do what's right, people. My goodness. So I do have a friend like he every day. He's like, well, I can tell you're not interested anymore. I'm like, you have you have uncovered a bevy of facts. <laughs> it's like I get what you're saying. A lot of these women don't seem like they're the greatest. But, you know, at the end of the day, I still think if R. Kelly has been with all these young women and underage girls, then, yeah, he should be punished for that. But I definitely don't need any more proof. And, you know, he's just finding all the stuff. And it it does bring to to light a little. You wonder if people have questionable motives and you always wonder that. Right. You know. I'm naive enough to hope that most people are doing the right thing because they just want to do the right thing. But, you know, a lot of times that's not the case, you know, and sometimes people really aren't who you thought they were. How about that? Like, that would be scary. And maybe that's true in 
in the opposite way. So like maybe you think somebody good isn't really that great. And then maybe somebody that's bad isn't as bad as you believe them to be. I don't know. But uh, I think what makes people truly uncomfortable is the fact that people aren't all one thing. Say what you want about Harvey Weinstein. He's had a terrible reputation for years in terms of being verbally abusive. I do not doubt that he used his position to extort sex from uh, young women in, in exchange for a job or you know, an acting gig or whatever. I believe he did that. Um, but having said that, when you look at the movies that are nominated for Oscars right now, you miss Harvey. I mean, he was, he was good at getting behind a small picture, an art house film and putting it in everybody's radar. I was going to say something else, but that would be wildly inappropriate, (laughs) but he made sure everybody was talking about his film. Uh, and films like Shakespeare in Love, that that wouldn't have won an Oscar. That wouldn't have gotten any Oscar attention. So, yeah, he's a monster on one hand, but he was very good at at what he did in terms of film. So uh, people aren't all one thing. And I'm not famous, so this won't be blown out of proportion um, by saying that. I'm not justifying anything he did or said. It was awful. He was awful. But I'm telling you, in terms of film, you miss the his eye for for marketing. You miss and maybe he shook down, you know, marketers. Uh, I don't know, but he was able to get his films uh, the the spotlight and awards because many, many people would not have won awards if it weren't for Harvey, because those kinds of films don't get that kind of attention. And I don't think you have to be a monster to to you know, replace him, but the industry certainly is missing him because not the predator part, just the film part. Um, because it's just, I mean, some of these films, I don't even know that I want an award like an Oscar anymore because some of the stuff they're nominating, it's like, I don't know. Is it, I mean, I don't know. Is it really an Oscar worthy film? Anyway, that's my time for today. I hope you have a wonderful Tuesday. I've rambled a bit. Take away this Harvey Weinstein, bad as a human, good at marketing movies. People aren't all one thing. And uh, like I said, I got a friend who's just obsessed with discrediting R. Kelly. Um, I don't even know if there were all victims, people who participated in his documentary. I don't know. The truth seems to be uh, a mystery these days. So I don't know. We just have to dig deep and and make our own opinions and see what happens from there, right? You know? All right. Enjoy your Tuesday. Talk soon. So you got talent, you know you got the illmatic, so you know they gotta have it. Can't give it free, gotta charge a fee, make believe it's a need to buy an automatic. Uh, all eyes on me, gotta sacrifice time and privacy. Me and Papa about to play hide and seek, go steal a Royce Royce, finna driving streets. So, now the money's in play, keep a hundred in case, feeling sly, wanna buy the whole place. Now the honey's in the days, the haters constipated, looking funny in the face. Wait, 
He expresses sense of taste. He moving too fast. He seeks the sense of space. Smith and Wesson, just in case. Lunatics lose it. Gotta keep my family safe. Hey. It's a fame machine. I can feel it in my veins. Taking over. It's changing me. It's a fame machine. I can feel it in my veins. Taking over. It's changing me. It's a fame machine. I can feel it in my veins. Taking over. It's changing me. It's a fame machine. I can feel it in my veins. Taking over. So now you got the fame, now they know your name, but you swear you never changed, huh? But that was all vain, cause now they know your name and now that is all changed, uh. I run a cow, I'm on a St. Thomas Aquinas until Judas Ruzan with pirates. Accusing Zeus of defiance, trying to knock him off his feet cause he beat the highest. But my mystique's Messiah, supreme ethereal being, I'm pleading peace and quiet. I beseech the liars who can't reach the pyre, I'm gonna meet the fire, but we need the needle cause we love the fame, we need the drug, we need the fix, we need the buzz. I'm a fiend, it seems, I need it cause, uh. So, can you handle pressure? Can you motivate yourself to channel extra effort? Or will you heat pleasure? Living in heaven, having to watch your own legend. Cocaine with Cobain, no pain but more prone to throw things Like Chris Brown pissed at his old dame The fame being the reason your whole soul changed But when your fandom cheers, you shine in that light like a chandelier Can you tame the beast? Should've know I can, man, I came to feast In a Porsche, with suicide doors Parked in me winehouse, but do I die for? Huh. Truly I'm foreign, it's all bad apples like fruit and I'm orange It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me Will you sell your soul or ass like an old Kardashian show? Huh. Or go for fame like a pro and have the masses follow your actions around the globe? Either way, the blade favors none. Ask MJ what is facing up. Ask Miley Cyrus why she plays a slut. Yo, ask OJ, hey, who made you run? Huh. Fame, running plays for scum, money pays for some, a hundred ways to stun. I know I've done it as a favor like maybe once back when I wasn't born in 1981. Huh. Call me crazy, but I'm paid up front. I played to Beijing for an Asian lunch. Private planes, trains, and on the way you're blunt. Let me get these in Dubai, my favorite son. One. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins, taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins, taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins, taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine.